Back like we never left you. This is a healthy obsession. My name's Adam Thelwell. Show's brought to you by Small Goal Soccer. We're back for the new season. I'm going to connect with Thomas, who's over in the UK, so forgive us if the audio is a bit dodgy. But we may do, and we hope you enjoy the show. So let's kick it off. You're not here to do an intro, Thomas. You're in. Uh, Why don't you let the listeners know where you are? Because a healthy obsession is back. We're leading up to a new season. The season starts this Saturday or Friday. Is there a game on Friday? I think Friday night is the first game of the season. Is it? Glad we've glad we prepped. <laughs> <laughs> don't actually know when the season starts. <laughs> I think Friday Arsenal Arsenal play Palace. I think don't they? Correct. Yeah, that's right. So, are you you you're in the UK at the moment? Are you going to be catching a match this weekend? I'm not. I'm not. I'm uh, I'm up in Scotland. So, yeah, that's not going to happen. Get yourself think. over. Get yourself over to an Inverness uh, or Caledonian Thistle game. <laughs> I'm off up to Edinburgh tomorrow. Where are you today? I thought you were in Edinburgh. Now, well, I, we're we're a lot more south than Edinburgh. I thought we're in the Scottish Borders. So, Ooh. lovely little town called Halk. Is it nice? Yeah, it's all right, actually. It was, you know, not that I didn't expect it to be nice, but it's nicer than I anticipated. Yeah, you'd be careful what you say. You're in offending our uh, Scottish listeners, mate. <laughs> no, it's really nice, actually. Um, they have an abundance of uh, hairdressers and beauty salons, like a ridiculously large amount of them for such a small town. Um, so I'm just going to be working my way down the high street this week, uh, getting myself fixed up for my return, mate. Yeah, so what's the first on the list? Is it pedicure, manicure, or uh, facial? There's a lot of tan in places, so I might get a tan, a little spray tan. <laughs> I'd love to see you in a spray tan. Donald Trump orange. <laughs> I love that. And then, and then there's, a, there's a hairdresser, a men's uh, hairdresser called World Class Cuts that Ooh, you know I'm name. Definitely. Yeah. Only, uh, nine, get... only nine pounds a cut. Is that expensive for your taste? or Nine quid. I go sports clips normally, which is more expensive than nine quid. So we'll see. Well, that's probably what. Well, the dollar's close to the pound as well right now. So you're doing all right. Really close, yeah. I'm making the most of it now. So you've had you've had a bit of a world tour. So you've been in England. You went over to Ireland for a couple of days. How's uh? Is that your first visit? First visit to Ireland. Aye, it was good. Yeah, you catch that. Aye, now I'm Scottish. Um, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> we went to Dublin. Dublin was good. Did all the touristy stuff. So we did the uh, did the Guinness Guinness tour. Uh, got taught how to drink a pint of Guinness, which apparently I was doing it wrong. Which I don't know how you do it wrong. How can you drink? How can you drink a pint wrong? You're supposed to uh, breathe in, big deep breath. Then you uh, drink. You're supposed to get a lot of the head and a big gulp. So you're supposed to only drink a pint of Guinness in like three or four sips. It's technically the right way to do it. Big, big gulp, and then you're supposed to uh, breathe out through your nose, and then you can taste it on your tongue. Apparently, well, that's so that's just I might sounds like that a, wrong. That sounds just like an excuse to drink a pint of Guinness in two swigs. <laughs> Down it, yeah. I think that's a, a market employee, really. You get to drink more beers, but that was nice. And then we, uh, after that, went down into what's it? What's the what's the famous uh, Temple Bar area? Temple Bar, yeah. We went into Temple Bar. It was all right. Dragged in John Cosgrove. He loved it. Friend of the show. Had a pint of a uh, Beamish, which is like a Guinness ripoff. It was all right. Mm. Yeah. 
So I probably had about 10, 12 Guinnesses that day. So it was a little bit rough the next day. Mm, yeah, it was really nice. I like, I like Dublin. It was really good. Good stuff. Well, and now you're in Scotland. So you're reporting from Scotland. So if anyone's concerned about the dodgy sound, Tom has uh, relinquished his podcast responsibilities, should be back for the start of the season, but no, he's off on a world tour. Yeah, you get what you pay for, mate. Well, I've got a check here for you. Which, which is absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's something, all right. How's, uh, how's your summer been? You managed to get away? Do anything? No, no, I got in the house. No, no holidays. Uh, I'm not a big fan of holidays, as listeners will know. Um, but I probably should go on holiday, but I've, <laughs> I've not been on one. I've not been on a summer you're holiday. Return, you're supposed to return for the podcast in fresh, relaxed fashion, mate, ready to go, full of excitement, full of energy, new season, new I listeners. Don't... I don't. I don't need a break though. Unlike you, I'm a. I'm hardcore work ethic. I believe that I should be in the studio a week before the season starts. So you know, here I am by myself. I'll take a holiday. I'll take a holiday when I'm good and ready. But right now, it's about the listeners and it's about getting the show done. Have you done a bit more work in the studio? I can see in the background. Is that more of that foam stuff you put up? Yeah, put more foam for you. Uh, we've got some new speakers. Yeah, it's it's looking good. Hello, I like it. Yeah been working on it mate so 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 we've got uh we, we've got a lot to talk about today do you want to get into it with stop talking about your haircuts i mean i, I quite like talking about my hair. i'm getting thin mate I'm looking on this camera it's not looking good is it actually no it looks great yeah. i'll be like a toucan today not like elvis people can't see it so it's no good yeah this is, this is an audio podcast mate let's get into the football piece let's do it all right, let's let's fire into football. So the season's going to start. Well, first we should just do a little uh, recap of what happened this weekend. So there's two big games. So Liverpool played Man City in the Charity Shield, Community Shield, and uh, England yep. played Germany in the Women's Euros final. So did you watch either of those matches? Saw both actually. Okay, all right. So that's better Good. than usual. Oh, <laughs> yeah, strange. You didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> no. no. What's it? It's called the Community Shield now, isn't it? It's not the Charity Shield anymore. It's been called the Community Shield for about 15 years, but yeah, I still call it the Charity Shield. Yeah. Um, I thought it was quite a decent game, to be fair. It's funny because that game is... Uh, I think Liv Man City are always a good matchup for Liverpool because um, of the way Man City play. So mm. you always fancy Liverpool to do all right against City these days, in my opinion, because um, it's almost like they both try and play football, whereas most teams now play against City or Liverpool part the bus and make it difficult. So I thought it was a decent game. I was uh, I was a little disappointed with with Haaland, but I think that's going to be the nature of the beast. So he's not going to come in flying, is he? He's, he's been the, the top dog in Liverpool in um, Germany for a while, and I think he's going to have a he might have quite a rough reception into the Premier League. I think it could be tough because he's quite a confidence player. So you know that'll be interesting to watch as we move forward. Um, but yeah, two two good teams again, wasn't it really? Yeah, I think if Haaland doesn't hit the ground running, he needs to score in the first game or two because the longer it goes on, it turns into a situation where the crowd's on him. It's a oh, waste of money. Whereas uh, Liverpool's new striker, he's hit the ground running. Good goal for him. And he came on and had a decent impact, Darwin Nunes. So it uh, looks like uh, Liverpool looks... I thought Liverpool looked really decent. I, I thought that they... And obviously, it's a technically, it's a pre-season friendly game, but I thought I thought Liverpool looked really good. Didn't feel like a preseason friendly to me. Didn't, did it? Yeah, had a bit, of, had a bit of bite about it. I liked it. It was entertaining. 
So what about the uh, the Women's Euros final? England, uh, huge, huge win for them. What what'd you make of that? I've obviously been over it for quite, quite a lot of it. Um, the reaction's massive. I mean, obviously in the States, for a lot of our American listeners, uh, women's football is quite well established. It's, it's, you know, been well supported for a while. It's becoming more supported. It's part of the youth infrastructure. It's a big, a big deal. Um, in Europe, that's more of a new thing. Um, in England, even more so. Um, so for the women's team to, to win it at home, um, they were excellent all tournament. And, and the crowds got bigger and bigger. I think the biggest, the three biggest uh, attendances in Europe this, this year have all been women's games, which is massive couple of uh, in Spain and then obviously the Euro final here was 87,000 more than the men's final had last year um, so it's really well backed but women were excellent on the field I thought the manager Serena Wiegman um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see her managing a men's team in the future because she was really really good um, tactically astute spot on um, team was prepared played some really good football um, so yeah it was it was really quite exciting over here in the UK I think everyone was really behind it which was nice yeah. Interesting, isn't it? That towards the end of the game, the Germans looks way more likely to to press on. But then the second half of extra time, they sort of took their foot off the gas and looked like they were edging to penalties. And that's when England sort of got they, they sort of opened the door again for England, which I, I found interesting. Yeah, they took a step back, didn't they? Um, and then I mean, the last what seven eight minutes, it was a masterclass from the England women's team to uh, shut the game down. I mean, I'd show that to a group, any group of kids, and say this is how you kill a game. It was an absolute mm. spot there. Uh, Example, really. It was quite quite funny, really. We were like, they can't keep the ball in a corner for the next eight minutes. And they did. They just sat on it. it was, I did uh, like... It was, I did, it was getting frustrated, weren't they? I did like the shithousery of when the note, the, the lady came on the, the field with the note to hand off to the captain and the England players were just trying to have a peek and grab it. I did I did like that level of uh, shithousery. As anyone knows who listens to the pod, we're big fans of shithousery, so... Oh, we, we, you know, it's funny. We, that that topic came up when we were watching it, and I said, "I wonder what the referee would do if you if you nicked the note. Like, imagine you stole the note and I don't know, ate it. Like, is it? What's the ruling on that? Is that against the rules? Well, probably unsportsmanlike behaviour, isn't it? Yeah, you might get booked for it, but it might be worth it. Grab the note, read it, run off and read it, and and then if you get booked, well, we know what your plans are now. So who cares? Worth the yellow. Yeah, I'll probably neither of us can speak German, mate, or read German, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, back wouldn't you? Sprechen Sie Deutsch. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was going. And then obviously celebrations afterwards were uh, brilliant. What did you make of the England uh, women's team busting in on the uh, managers' press conference? What did you make of that? Were, yeah. Have you seen it? They're all getting dancing, doing the conga, and then they were singing uh, "Football's Coming Home." Yeah, I like, I like it. I think it's good. I think this is your moment in the sun. It's, it's. It's one of those where you never know when it's going to happen again. So fuck it, all bets are off. Go for it. <laughs> right, Champions League final. I better see Spurs busting in on Conte's press conference. That'd be class. I, I'd love to see more of that. <laughs> I think it was definitely a good, a good feel and a good spirit around the entire entire tournament. From what I saw of it, I watched a few games yeah. and I thought it was really good. I thought uh, everyone seemed into it. Yeah, and the overall quality of the football was really good. It was it was a really really good tournament. I think there'll be a lot of European teams thinking they can go on and uh, compete to win the World Cup and compete with the United States defending champions. Uh, you know, so that's going to be something to really to watch. I think that tournament's going to get bigger and bigger and really competitive. So, yeah, fun. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's jump into the uh, the Premier League stuff because that's back this week, and we've got as we always do bet- between between. Uh, now in the season start, we're going to lay down some predictions on what we think 
is going to be happening in the Premier League this season. So I'm going to ask you some questions and I'll, I'll give you my answer as well. But we're going to keep note. And then towards the end of the season, uh, once everything is said and done, we will uh, we will revisit our notes and see who was right and who was wrong. And whoever gets the most answers right is gets the pints bought for him. How about that? I'm all, I'm all about that. All right. Here we go. Perked up. Hello. <laughs> all right. So give me, give me the first question. First question, who do you think will be the champion this season? Um, I do think City win it again. Okay. I think City win the league again. I think they'll. I don't think they'll run away with it. I think it'll be close. I think they'll win it. That's where I'm at. You're looking for a pen, so you can write that down. Yeah, I'm writing the answers down because I'm holding you to this because you're a little bluffer and you'll change your answers as you've done previously. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Who, who, who are you picking? Uh, boring, but I'd say City as well. I think Liverpool. Oh. I think I think Liverpool. Liverpool showed a bit. Again, it's hard to judge from the Community Shield, but Liverpool showed a bit from uh, from what I saw. I think if Darwin Nunes hits the ground running, they've still got so much quality in the team that I don't think I don't think they're going to be a mile off City again. Where I thought a few weeks ago after Mane left, I, I thought. City are going to run away with it, which they still might. But yeah, it'll be boring, and I'll go with City. I think. I think overall, I still think they've got the strongest squad, and I think that little bit of experience definitely weighs in when it comes into the title race. So I, I think I'd go. I go with City, and they and they've freshened it up a little bit as well. They're not stagnant. They're not the same group going for it again and again and again. They've, they've made enough changes for me. Yeah, but I think they'll still have that hunger to go and prove themselves a few of the newer players. So yeah, City. I think are the ones. I think it'll be really interesting to see how Grealish does because he, he was getting a lot of the ball against Liverpool and it'll be interesting to see how he does. I always find it interesting he always has to cut back in on his right foot, which to me, it, it takes away from some opportunities. He had a, a ball there where he's come, the ball's come into a nice position. It's dying for be whipped in first time on left foot. Haaland's in the box, couple of players going in and he cuts stops, cuts back on his right and it feels like the moment's passed a little bit, but I guess that's just his gameplay, right? Coming in from the left and, and cutting in on the right. I think he's going to have to be very uh, on the money this year because if he's not, he could easily find himself surplus to requirements and out the door, to be honest with you. Um, and I think that would be a huge flop in his perspective if that were to happen. So, yeah, he's going to have to be really productive and, and get on the page with Haaland. If he can get a relationship with Haaland, that could be quite fun to watch. But if he can't, you know who they're keeping. They're, they're not They're not keep, uh, getting rid of Haaland. So. No, for sure. All right, so uh, let's move on to top four. Who do you think? Obviously, we both picked City there to win the league, so they're one of the four. Who else would you have in there for the top four this season? I'll say I think Spurs finished second. Interesting. I think Liverpool third. I think United will actually creep in at fourth. Arsenal are going to have an amazing start to the season and then bottle job it and finish fifth. Do a Spurs. Yep, fully. And then I think Chelsea will be sixth. And then probably Newcastle seventh, I think, to be honest with you. Yeah, so I find, I'd say my top two would be City and Liverpool again. I don't think Spurs have, I haven't seen enough of Spurs to be fair. And they've done well in the market, but I don't think Spurs have got a better squad than Liverpool. And again, Liverpool have got that experience of being in that title race. If it is Spurs second, it won't be a title race. It will have been that City ran away from it. Ran away with it, sorry. You think so? Yeah. I'm not having that. I think it'll be really close. 
Do you think, I think it's I think it'll be really close this year? Do you think Spurs will be in a title race? I think we will. How many you've had too many Guinnesses, mate? Now I'm on the uh, the tenants at the moment. I'm in Scotland. <laughs> All right. Uh so I'd go City, Liverpool. I think Spurs will finish third, and I think Chelsea will finish fourth. Uh outside of that, I think it'll be United and Arsenal competing for those last couple of spots. Yeah. Yeah, what's, your, just, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on Arsenal? Because everyone's excited. Obviously, they signed Jesus and he scored a bag load of goals to beat Valencia. Was it Sevilla? Six uh, 0 on the weekend. Um, yeah, Sevilla. So they're all yeah. they're all excited. Um, I'm just interested because they are they're going to be good this year, and I think that's why it's going to be a a, tight, a a closer title race this year. Because I think the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea, uh, Man United, Spurs, you know, a lot of those clubs will all be beating each other, and I think that's what will make it tight. I think on their day, anyone. I think the gap is closer now than it has been between all the clubs. Yeah, I think uh, personally, I think that they'll they'll be they'll be an improvement, right? Because they looked good in parts last season. It's just consistency. Where I think they didn't. They won every game for about two months, and then they lost like five in a row. So if they can find that consistency, I think they'll do really well. Because the squad has the squad strengthened over the course of the summer? It has, right? They've added two or three players. They've been some players off that were surplus or requirements. So, yeah, I think, I personally think that they are going to push on. Whether they can crack into the top four, I don't think so. But, yeah, I'm interested to see how they do. I think Jesus is a good signing for them because he's got goals on him for sure. And he's kind of a, a that that number nine striker that they need to, to be a bit of a, a poacher, whereas Aubameyang and uh, uh, Lacazette, not really. They kind of dip in and out. And if he can hit a decent run of form, I think he'll do okay. I, I think he's more of the same of what they've always had. He'll be hot and cold. He's mm. he'll be hot and cold. I think I think Sterling going to City uh, to Chelsea is a much bigger signing and a much he'll be he'll do much better at Chelsea than mm. Jesus will do at Arsenal. That's what I think. Yeah, definitely. So uh, let's let's go down the other end of the table. Who do you think will struggle this season? Who you, who you pick for relegation? Can't, can't see Bournemouth coming up and doing much. I don't think they've done much in the uh, in the transfer window. To be honest with you, I think they're uh, in a pretty tough spot, um, and I think they'll be really, really way off the pace. So Bournemouth, yeah. I think, will have bottom. Um, outrageous prediction from me. Not even outrageous. I think Everton will finish second bottom. Yeah, that I, I think the, they've not done well in the transfer market. Uh, they struggled at the end of last season. Obviously, new manager, but uh, yeah, I, I think I don't think they'll go down. But I think they're going to have another. They're going to have another struggle this season. Yeah, I just I, I think they Lampard's going to try and play football. He's not going to play relegation battling football. He's going to try and play and, and knock it and teach him to play and be good and show what he can do. And I'm, I'm not sure he's got the personnel to do it. Um, and if he is stubborn and, and tries to stick to his guns, I think they'll sink really fast. They, they need to get off to a good start. If they start poorly, I think it will just spire. It'll be gone by Christmas, to mm. be honest with you. So it's going to be really interesting how that plays out. And then I think the next team there, you've got a handful of clubs for me. I think Fulham coming up, Fulham are a yo-yo club. They'll be there or thereabouts. I can see Wolves being there or thereabouts. To be honest with you, really, Wolves really, Wolves. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think Wolves all. I mean, they they were pretty bad last year, and if you look at um, the, the clubs around them, so who do you compare them to? I think Palace will be solid. I think Aston Villa will be all right. I think Brentford will be okay again. Leeds, I think, will improve from last year. Um, Nottingham Forest have done some good business coming up. 
So I just think a lot of clubs have jumped in. And I think another club that will be in the mix at the bottom will be Southampton. I think Southampton will struggle this year. Yeah, I'd agree with I'd agree with you on Southampton. I think so. So, who would your third pick be? You've got Bournemouth, Everton. Who would your third pick be? I think Fulham go. Fulham. So I'd go. I'd go. I'd go with the same two of the three. So I'd I'd say Bournemouth and Fulham. I'd agree with, but I I think Leeds will struggle. I think Leeds will have a hard time. Really? Yeah. I'm back. I'm back in the American. Well, and they've Jesse got a couple. Marsh. They've got a couple of American players as well now, haven't they? I think they'll do really well because I think they've got the, the mentality of the team. They've brought in what they've replaced because they lost Rafinha. What they've replaced with is Calvin Phillips, working King, uh, King. Yeah, exactly. But they've replaced with players who have a point to prove, um, mm. and I think that will work into his. I think Jesse Marsh is a bit of a chip on the shoulder. You know, we need to always outwork the opponent, kind of guy, and I think he might get. A lot out of that squad this year. Um, so, so why the they survived last year? So. So, so, why we're on it? Would you say that he would be the? Uh, who, who would you go for? That's maybe the surprise package team of the season. Would you go with Leeds? Uh, no, no, I don't think they'll surprise. I don't think they'll surprise, so to speak. Um, surprise package, tough one, really. Because I'll be honest, with you, there's a lot of clubs that. But I don't think Newcastle are going to set the world on fire this this, this season. I think they'll have a good run. Mm. Um, Surprise package. I think Nottingham Forest will do better than people think. Yeah, I, I I'd go with Forest as well. I think they're going. I think they're going to do well. They've got a good manager. Um, as you said, they've done well in the window. They've got some momentum coming up. Uh, I think they'll. I think they'll do okay. I think they'll get a top half finish. I think that would be a surprise. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Yep. All right. Um, what What about uh, top scorer? Who have you got for Golden Boot? Oh God. <laughs> Harry Kane. Um, I mean, why not? Yeah, would you go with Kane? Um, right, if if Spurs are to finish second, I think he's going to have to score a lot of goals. Um, although I'm not sure he didn't. It's going to be interesting because we've got a World Cup in the middle of this campaign, and that's going to affect a lot of things as well in the middle of the season. So you could see players pick up momentum after a World Cup. You could see players lose momentum after a World Cup. Um, you can see a lot of different things happening. Um, Kane will be there or thereabouts. I think, um, I think who else? Haaland. I don't, I'm not sure Haaland will get more than 10 or 12. Um, Jesus, I don't think he gets more than 10 or 12. Sterling, I think he'll do well at Chelsea, but he's not getting more than 10 or 12 max. What about Ronaldo? Who's United's United talisman? Cristiano Ronaldo, heard of him? Is he even going to be there? Of course he is. Is he? Apparently, I mean, he's playing now. He's play, he's in the squad for Sunday. God, be interesting to see because I'm I'm not sure he's uh, I'm not sure he's going to play a lot this year. To be honest with you, so no, I'm not going Ronaldo. Um, Liverpool, maybe maybe the uh, maybe Salah will be in the mix again. That'd be mm. naive to leave him out, wouldn't it? It would. So, so have I actually got to pick someone? Well, the whole purpose of this is to pick someone. You muppet. Harry Kane, top goal scorer. Oh, surprise! Spurs win the Prem. <laughs> Definitely not finishing in the top four. <laughs> All right, I'd go with... Uh, I'm going to pick Haaland. I think he'll come good. I think he's too... I think he offers too much. And the, the supply line, it's all about a supply line. And the supply line that he's got at City is the best in the league. I think he'll he'll get 20-plus easy. Oh, bold. I reckon he's under 15. All right. 
Uh, let's go. Um, who do you think the manager of the season will be? If uh, pick a name. Well, it, if it goes according to my predictions, then it's going to be Antonio, isn't it? But manager of the season, I, if, if it's Nottingham Forest, it could be Cooper because if they do finish in the top half, I think that is manager of the season potential. Hmm. If Spurs win it, it's going to be Conte because getting Spurs to win anything makes you a magician. So <laughs> you deserve at least a trophy for that. Um, who else is here? I'm interested to see down how Brighton does Potter because if he if he does well with them, you know if they finish in the top half, it's a good performance. Uh, put my name on a manager. I'm going to go with our American friend Jesse Marsh. Marsh, all right. Not going to win it, is he? You have to you have to either finish in the top four, or do something. Well, let's friend. let's just make it interesting then. Well, you take Jesse Marsh. I'll take Cooper at Forest, and we'll just say who does the best of those two because it's easy to say Pep or Klopp or yeah, yeah someone at the top. But all right, so just whoever is the better of those two managers. I'm on board with that. Marsh is sacked by Christmas anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's go. Let's go outside the Premier League for a minute. So let's uh, pick a Champions League winner. Oh God, um, I'm going to go bold. Barcelona, are they in it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, they are. <laughs> Barcelona, Barca. All right, okay. They've splashed uh, a bunch of money this summer, which is just dirty. No idea how they've done it, uh, but I can see them having a really good run at it. To be fair, or actually. Um, because PSG, they've hired uh, the manager from... Is he from Lille? Or does he come from Lille? Yeah. I think they've hired a, a French guy from Lille. And he's got... He's quite a hard man, isn't he? And I could see him uh, being the guy that finally figures it out for them. So that'd be interesting as well. So I think one of those two. But Barca or PSG? Well, you've got to pick one. Barca. All right. I'll go Man City. City, finally to do it. They're overdue. They've got the squad. I, I think I think so. I think City so. will do it this year. I, I just keep saying City so because I want to jinx them. <laughs> Don't win anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk it into failure. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, the World Cup. We'll talk about when it gets closer. We'll do a full uh, a full show around the World Cup. I'm going to say yeah. World Cup winner, but we'll do we'll do that later. Let's uh, let's have a bit of fun and uh, give us give us your prediction for a surprise moment of the season that you think might be uh, a bit a bit random a bit of a random moment in the season. Like something really bizarre that happens. Yeah, just something like an alien spaceship lands on the pitch of St. James's. There's always <laughs> there's there's always something mad that happens during a season, isn't there? Every season there's a few different little mad moments. So what, what had, would you... We had, we had, what do we have this year? Let's have a quick review. We had people uh, handcuffing themselves to posts, didn't we? Zip tying themselves to posts. Yeah. Um, you've had... I mean, there was all sorts happening the last couple of years because of COVID and that, isn't it? Well, there was a load uh, of people dropping down in the stadiums, which was pre- pretty mental, dying of heart attacks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Eric Dyer, what, last year, had a, ran into the crowd and attacked a fan. Yeah. Like Richarlison lobbing flares. It's a good one. Um, what's a crazy thing that I think will happen? There'll be a, a match-fixing scandal. Imagine that in the mm. Prem. Oof, that's a good one. But yeah, it, I mean that it probably happens all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, I was gonna say we just don't know about it. <laughs> the, bet, the bet on things like who's gonna have the first throw in and then just honk it out from the from the kickoff. <laughs> back uh, your own team. Three. Imagine if you could do that. Back your own team for more than like seven corners against, and you just keep clearing it out for corners. Yeah, uh, that that all throw ins even. Yeah. 
All right, so you've got match fixing. I'll go with, uh, I think Conte will end up slapping someone. <laughs> Getting a scrap. Yeah. Oh, mate, there's a proper manager fight this year. I'd like that. Proper manager, manager scrap. Managerial bust up. Yeah, I like that. Oh, very good. Well, I think we've covered it all, mate. Have we? I think so. Is there anything else you think that would be worth predicting on for the season? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think that's plenty. I just don't want to talk to you so much over Zoom. It's just not that. It's not that exciting. It's not the best way to do a podcast. I apologise to all of our listeners. It's my fault. Um, yeah, sorry. Finally, taking some ownership. No, it's not as good, is it? I like talking face to face. The human element, mate. It is, and you just you look weird because the, your camera is only showing half of your head. <laughs> you top half me head. Yeah, uh, and I don't know if that's the best part. I think the lower half of your head's probably better. Oh, yeah, much sorry. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a nice little bit of stubble going. I need, I need a shave, mate. I'm getting a bit fluffy. I wonder if they'll do it for you down at what? What is it? The supercuts of uh, wherever you are, Glasgow. World class cuts, mate. I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm going to go for a spray tan. I'm going to go for world class cuts. I'm going to get my nails done. I'm get me a what? There's a brow shop. Yeah, get your eyebrows plucked. They need doing, mate. It's called border brows. I don't know what the <laughs> hell that means. Come back like this. Whoa. Well, no, so, because because the town you're in's on the border, you lemon. Yeah, I know, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it is a it is a, no, a lovely little place. A bit interesting. There's a Weatherspoons down the road that I'm uh, I might knock into later. Uh, so, averagely, yeah. p- by the way, pints in the UK have gone through the roof. The cost. How much is it? A bit of pint. Most places are between about four pounds sixty and about five pounds twenty a pint, which is outrageous. Um, but pints here are a pound ninety nine. I was going to say, as soon as you get north of, well, no, because you were in the north, like near York, right? So usually it's much cheaper in the north. London is usually ten quid a pint. Minging. Yeah. So, so Friday we are going uh, over to Israeli European correspondent Dino is going to jump on. Well, is he coming on? Yeah, Dean McGeady's going to give us his thoughts on the new season. And uh, so that's something for the listeners to look forward to. But our, our uh, Israeli-European football correspondent. That'll be interesting. I missed out on uh, seeing him in Dublin. He, he flew back as I was flying out. Well, it looks so, like he's had a bit of a, a messy few days anyway. He just he just sent me a picture from an airport in Switzerland, six pints deep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I can only imagine, mate. Yeah, so so it seems like he's doing right. So anyway, everyone that's listening, check back Friday for that. It's going to be uh, another preview show with uh, Mr. Dino McGeady. And uh, Thomas, you got anything you want to leave him with? You're going to be back next week, right, for the uh, in-studio recording. Yeah, as long as uh, America allows me back in the country, I should be all right. So we'll uh, keep on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't put any phone calls in, mate. Um, but yeah, as long as I get back in, I will be live and with you. Not live because it's a recorded podcast. Uh, but I'll be there in person with Adam talking face to face. It'll be lovely. Recapping the weekend's action. Recapping all the action. A big win for Spurs on the opening day. Who are they playing? Uh, we are playing. Drawing blank on that one. Who do we play? I can tell you. Hang on. Spurs. Oh, Southampton. No, we, we will win on the opening. They're playing Southampton. Yeah, that's the easy one. Who's the biggest result of the first weekend? Quickly, quick quick one. Palace Arsenal. Fulham Liverpool. Fulham might obviously live for the opening day. It's at Fulham. It's at Craven Cottage. Be an atmosphere. No chance. Bournemouth Villa, rubbish game. Nottingham at Newcastle. Newcastle win. Tottenham Southampton, Tottenham win. Leeds Wolves, Leeds win at home. Everton away at Chelsea. Lampard at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea no. batter him. No, Everton, Everton at home, mate. 
Yeah. At home, well, I think Chelsea batter him. Yeah, Chelsea will smash him. Man United, Brighton? I think United will do all right there. Got done there last time, didn't you? They get done everywhere last season. Damn <laughs> City. That'd be a good game. I'd love it if Liverpool and City lost on the opening day. It'd be great. I'd I'd love it if we beat them. All of it, mate. So, right, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just reading here. Tottenham just got beat by uh, Ro- Roma. Mourinho's done you in. 1-0, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you regret sacking him. Oh, my God. No, we, I do not regret that one. All right, mate. Well, listen, I uh, appreciate everyone listening. This has been a healthy obsession. We're back for the real deal on uh, Tuesday. appreciate everyone's uh, patience with Tom's dodgy Wi-Fi and having to look at... Oh, no, that's just me that has to look at you. Just, just you that has to look at me, mate. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Cheers. <laughs>